They told me for years there was no money in podcasting. Well, they were all wrong. This is an ambiguous podcast solutions original podcast. A podcast years in the making. Centered around You're listening to Talking with Tarasha with your host and founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Will Tarashuk. Join Will and his guests as they talk about anything and everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's do this. Yes, I know I have gray hair. All right, all right, all right, everybody, settle down, <laughs> settle down, Nash. Nash, I did this one just for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Talk with podcast. If you know, you know. If you don't know, sorry, it's an inside joke. This, I am joined this week by Nash. This is the Talk with Tarashuk podcast. This is not your typical Talk with Tarashuk podcast. This is unknown, unnamed nonsense. We got the giant list of questions. We have no idea what they're going to be asked. We have no idea what we're going to say, but that's half the fun with my man behind booth, Christian. Christian, how are you doing? Say hello to the people. I'm doing well, man. Ready to get into some unknown, unnamed nonsense. All of the ridiculousness. Let's get into it. It's going to be a lot of fun, but first, we got to introduce Nash, all the way from Nash from Nashville. Hilarious. My old co-host, on uh, American Minutes and the Madwell Podcast. Nash, hello. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while since we've uh, been on a hot mic together. It's been too long. I have people ask me whatever happened to this podcast, and I go, you know, it's a story <laughs> me and Nash got to tell. So, Nash, what happened to the American Minutes Podcast? What? I Whose idea was it to stop? Was it yours, mine, or mutual? What I – well, I, we initially – I initially wanted it to for us to release episodes less often. And then we were both like, let's just stop doing this because the news is the most depressing thing on earth. And it was, we would have, we would constantly have to be looking at the news every day, devoting so much time to news. And I started to feel like a crazy person. So I just didn't want to do that anymore <laughs> and, and yet nash we still do that <laughs> we still talk shit in our discord server with all the boys well i mean yeah but see that's different because it's like now it's like i look at the news like 10 minutes every morning some mm. honestly not even every morning most mornings and that's about it that's about all i need i mean i still get the news constantly but uh i don't write anything down you know what I mean? Like I don't take notes. Oh, yeah, I don't God. do quotes. I don't read fake news. <laughs> I don't. I like, but, but the consumption of all the YouTube videos I watch still heavy. It's still a big old pain in the ass. But the big breaking news story that pissed me off last week uh, wasn't abortion. I mean, that pissed me off. But I just don't want to talk about abortion. Uh, it was. It was the bag ban, the plastic and paper bag ban in New Jersey, specifically Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey City. And this shit just made me so mad. Christian, they have that. Do they have that here in Montclair? Like the bag, the bans on plastic or paper bags. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's definitely it's been a it's been a slow roll, but now I'm going to supermarkets and seventy five cents for a bag. Well, what, what kind of bag do they give you though? Whoa. I mean, some places are so seventy five cents is a lot. I went it is to, a lot. I went to a a, a, a deli earlier. Uh, been going there since I was a little kid. There's a sign ten ten dollar credit card minimum underneath it seventy five cents for a bag. Jesus Christ, highway robbery. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So. 
Although I did go to Wendy's on my way over here, and uh, they did give me a paper bag. So, touche to Wendy's. Oh, they, they put the Wendy's in the bag. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, <laughs> oh, they, they yeah. didn't go, hey, they didn't go, hey customer, here's your burger. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, Wendy's, Wendy's they, they know their demographic, and they're not about, they're not about that life. They're, they're like, our customers, if we charge them an extra 75 cents, 20 cents, they're gonna, they're, they're, it's going to be an uproar. Well, I mean, the whole the whole save the environment thing with the with the plastic and paper bags, it's a myth, all right? It's a fucking lie is what it really you think, is. You think so? I do. Because, listen, I mean, do plastic and paper bags hurt the environment? Maybe, probably, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it was a myth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But but getting take them away from us, is it really going to make that much of a difference? No. All it does is a tax on the consumer, making us pay more and saving the companies money. Christian, I want you to Google that for me. I'll first Google. Look that shit up right now. How much <laughs> How much money does Stop and Shop save on a plastic and paper bag ban? I, get it, I bet it's millions. How yeah. Much, how uh, much uh, money? <laughs> Nash, how much do you think? How much do you think? It's our first question. Dude, I'm probably going to say that. <laughs> all right, so who's saving money? Just all of them? It's, like, it, it's like a, a plastic bag and paper bag ban in New Jersey, how much money is that going to save um, businesses, aka put on the consumer? I'm probably going to say around ten million dollars. I was going to say around eight to ten million as well. This is for New Jersey. For New Jersey specifically, because yeah, we, I live in New Jersey. Sorry, Nash. You probably still have bags down in Nashville. Freedom right, over there. Yeah, let's see. What, yeah, we got a lot of bags. Well, we're not clear, what... like what, what I get is the plastic bags near the uh, like near coastal states. That makes a lot of sense to me yeah. because the animals eat them. Because they look like jellyfish. They have a permit hat. I forget what comedian said that joke. So, so let, let's see what, let's what, see we, what, what Google got, says Christian? about this. Throw it up. This. What we got? How much money do reusable bags save? You want to read this, Will? No. <laughs> I'm not good at reading. Remember <laughs> All right. There are many estimates as to just how many single-use plastic bags are replaced by using one reusable grocery bag for one year or a lifetime. The estimates range from a savings of about 100 bags to a 700 bags per year, which estimates 500 single-use plastic bags are replaced. But that doesn't answer my question. That's how many bags are saved. I need dollars. Yeah, and, and it's funny because the question says how much money. But yeah. you know how this is how. Google doesn't want us to know. They Google don't. does not want Who us to know the, the answer. the 5% bag fee? Uh, we do. That goes on the consumer. Nash, am I wrong here? You're the smart one. You know what I'm saying, though, right? No, I totally get your point. It's like when Apple got rid of the, the they got rid of the charging brick, right? It's like, yeah. oh, saving the environment. No, you're not. You just don't want to spend the money to put the charger in there. Like, <laughs> I feel like everybody uses those bricks, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a reason why it's called Cube Recording Studio. It's just charging bricks all over the place. This is true. This is true. There's tons. I mean, honestly, though, you... Yeah, that's a good thing. Like that's a fantastic thing. It's what's more inconvenient than not having one. I feel like I'm always in a state of not having one. Dude, it's it's the worst. When I got when I got my new phone, um, they gave me the cord but no brick, and it's it's the U it's the USB uh USB C, so it's like the little one. Yeah. So I need it's on both ends. It's not regular USB. So even if I had an extra brick, which I do, it doesn't fit. Because it's not USB, it's USB C. <laughs> it's so annoying. I had to buy oh, a USB C brick. It's the worst. It's yeah, it's the, the stupidest thing ever. But all right, that's, that's enough crazy. ranting and raving. Christian, ask me our first question. First question. This is a fun. All right, throw yourself on camera. This, this camera. one's good. <laughs> what? I don't even know the answer to this one. What is the proper response when someone knocks on the bathroom stall door? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Huh. All right, and Ash, you go. You go first. I I usually say occupied. 
You say I'll, you say occupied. Occupied. You say occupied. <laughs> Unless, uh, honestly, though, <laughs> a few times I've said someone's in here. <laughs> I I mean I've been there too. We've all been there. It's it's one of the most awkward conversations to have with someone. Like you 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 pinching a loaf. You hear. He's got what? <laughs> what do you say? Is, huh? is this, whatever naturally, instinctually comes out of my mouth, that's what I say. It's how I live my entire life. <laughs> I'm not going to stop now because I'm on a toilet. <laughs> I, I just go one second, I'm almost done. And then I sit there for five extra minutes to see how long I can sit so I can get the knock again. <laughs> Christian, what about you? Uh, honestly... I, I think I, I think I do about probably the same thing. Like someone's in. I've never actually had that experience. I really? Mean, I've had the obviously obviously when you're with your family in the house, you have that experience. But I've never yeah. had that experience in a public bathroom. That's, yeah, that's just it's just insane. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? With you? What's wrong with you? Why are you not like? It's it's shocking, appall, appalling. Oh, I yeah. I I can say so. Story time. <laughs> You've had that happen to you. Oh yeah, even worse. All right. So one time, this kid didn't even knock. So this was this was in fourth. I say kid, so it's fourth grade. Uh, so we're both in fourth grade. So it's not weird. Um, he doesn't even knock on the door. He just like looks underneath and just goes, nice. <laughs> like. like what was he going nice to? I have no idea. He's, he's looks at me. No, I just he's had to compliments in your socks, man. Nice. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> really nice. Taking, just really taking nice. Care of business in here. Now, what's the what's the appropriate? <laughs> fuck you, Nash. Now, what's the, what's the appropriate response to that? <laughs> fuck off, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a, somebody that a person named Simon would do. I mean, okay, that that was his real name. I'm not gonna say his last name for shame. Wait, I'll give you a hint. It's very Irish. <laughs> I was imagining like a Simon Belcher, like that kind of. No, no, no. I'll, I'll I'll text you his fuck's name after we're done recording because it's gonna make you mad. Because it makes um, me mad just thinking about it. Um, I will say like last week though, uh, there's this uh, Japanese restaurant I really like to go to near my house, and. I've never actually, up until last week, I had never actually used the bathroom in there. And so I was going to the bathroom and it's like, there weren't bathroom doors. They're just like standard doors. Like you'd find in the house, just like a wood door. And so I walked in and I was like, where's the toilet? And I saw there was another door. So I opened it. And there was a guy just taking a dump in the toilet right there, staring at me. And I'm just, I stared at him and just went, nice. yup, and closed <laughs> the door. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it locks or if he didn't lock it or if it didn't lock at all. Dude, it's the best when uh, when you lock a door like on a public bathroom and it's it says occupied or it's red and then they still knock anyway. <laughs> That's when you go, uh, occupied. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like occupied is my generic. Like every time, I, I feel, or not every time, but I feel like most of the time that's what, that's what I reply with. You Probably because it is written on the doors there. You should be like, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, and you're making it the worst of times. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Which one we got? All right. What? 
What is the most important day in human history? Oh, so glad we asked this question. Jesus this, Christ. No, this is a conversation Nash and I have had multiple a time. Um, so Nash, I'm going to go first. The most important day in U.S. history uh, is the start of World War One. It is, <laughs> it is, it is the day that Prince Franz Ferdinand from whatever the fuck country got shot in the face by a teenage kid. <laughs> Archduke. Archduke, Archduke France Ferdinand the third, fifteen thousandth. All right, it was the day that he got his brains blown out because that's what started World War One. And if you look at life pre World War One and post World War One, it is just a definition of escalation. Yeah, I mean that's really like the birth of the technological age. Is everything after that? Exactly. So Christian. What, how can we do this podcast? How can we have internet? How can, how, can, how, can, how can we have all of these like NDI inputs? The answer is simple. It's because some 17-year-old kid killed some Archduke Franz Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Without that, we'd still be on horse and buggy. Maybe. Did they have cars in like 1911 or 1908 or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's, so. that's around that time period. Yeah, Ford Industrial. kicks off. Yeah. So, so your, your, your response, friends, what do you got? Nash, it, Nash, I know you have a counter to this, but. Is it U.S. history or is it just all history? I, it's human history. Oh, God. Is it me or Christian? Who you, next? you, the camera's on you, so you. Oh, wow, okay. There are probably three. Three, there are three that I'm having tough deciding. Well, go, all, go the... with all three, go with all three. There's the burning of the library in Alexandria. That's a good one. Um, there's the Gutenberg printing press. Okay. And there's Napoleon invading Europe. Let's start with Napoleon, because you, we've you. I'm just rehashing a conversation we've had multiple times. But I'm doing it again. Uh, why Napoleon? <laughs> well, because see, Napoleon is more important than Archduke Ferdinand being assassinated. Because without Napoleon invading Europe there wouldn't have been those strategic alliances made in Europe for world war one to even happen. Right. And uh, Napoleon did uh, a brilliant thing, which was he sort of modernized artillery. Um, he just sort of was like, yeah, Hey, why don't we just use cannons for everything? Cause they're the best. And so that pretty much is the lasting effect on lots of warfare. Well, pretty much all warfare you got to have the artillery it's all in some degree based off of that so what you're saying is the reason <laughs> donald trump became president is because of napoleon it's because a french guy returned from vacation <laughs> <laughs> and now the burning of uh the library at alexandria that is curious because pretty much at, the, at that point in time, and that was Alexander the Great who burned it. Bastard. Um, that at that point, the library pretty much contained all of human knowledge. Pretty much anything that had been written down was written down there. Um, so obviously, when it got destroyed, a lot of things were sort of lost. Lots of ancient knowledge was just totally gone. And we don't really know what happened about that. Like the Greeks had, um, there was an invention called Greek fire. We still don't know how they made that. It was something that could, it was essentially flammable on water. 
and it was still not how how they made that it's uh i'm pretty sure game of thrones when they do that uh when they blow up the thing yeah you let the fleet yeah, yeah like i'm pretty sure that's what it's based off of um but there's also like uh the greek steam engine it wasn't necessarily used for any like practical means but it was used steam to rotate uh device so it's pretty much a steam engine to turn a turbine um and a lot of that kind of gone so it kind of reset humanity back a lot and what what year was that roughly uh, i don't know no idea uh, well, it was alexander the great so we're talking bc, BC then oh definitely, definitely most far, definitely far that's before roman that's empire well, or before well empire. before the well, yeah that's before the roman empire so what I know. The only, thing, um, the only thing I know about Alexander the Great is that terrible Colin Farrell movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not so great now. You got fucking Colin Farrell to play you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Gutenberg Bible. Um, I honestly, I probably say that one's probably the most important because up until then, all of knowledge, you know, being based off of books, you had to be part of the upper class yeah or in the inner circle of knowledge to understand how to write and how to read so the fact that you know this guy was able to mass produce printed works totally revolutionized everything like the catholic church no longer instant overnight catholic church doesn't have a hold on everything because now anyone can have a bible and anyone can go read one so it that that gave act general access to everybody to our general access to information for everybody, which is probably going to be the most important thing, I think, in history. Was that how how long a time was that with Martin Luther? Uh, la la la. Martin Luther may have been before that because he's he's the one who made the Bible pretty much legible for anyone to read and begin with, like common people to read. Martin, you know? yes, because what Martin Luther did. Well, see, this is the thing. It had to be Martin Luther because Martin Luther was somebody who read the Bible and analyzed it. But to do that, he had to be a Catholic priest. <laughs> See what I'm saying here? Like, yeah, if, if everybody had access to reading, it probably would have happened way earlier because, <laughs> because you would have had other people speaking out. You know, now it takes a lot for somebody of their own volition to say, hey, I don't actually agree with this entire institute that controls pretty much the world at this point. That's okay, Christian. Follow that up. <laughs> man, man. Let's go with your birthday. Let's go with your birthday, man. I'm, not, even, I'm not a history buff, man. <laughs> I was actually cheating over here looking up stuff on Google. I did have, I did have one thing in one thing in mind before I went to Google. So you look up it on you look it up on Google, you get a couple different answers. You well, get, what we got? You get 1776. Ah, easy. Right? Easy. You oh, get yeah. um 1944. Which was the invasion of Normandy. So D-Day. D-Day. Okay. And then me being biased as <laughs> a half African-American black guy. <laughs> I'm going to say the Emancipation Proclamation. That's my answer. Hey, that's, that's a fine answer. I'm not, I'm not going to debate you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Unimportant. <laughs> well, that's, it's, that's, oh, it's funny how you Google it and they give you three days in American history. What if it's like, yo, Tiananmen Square? Well, they gave me the two. I, I came up with the emancipation one. Okay. Still. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Three very, well, actually, four, five, six very important days in human history. Uh, you know, discovering fire, that was pretty cool. That was a big one. Definitely. Big. But we don't know when that day was, so did we actually, did they actually even do it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the leading theory is we just, we, somebody just was walking around and saw some fires, like, huh, oh, I'm gonna go touch that. <laughs> Whoa. Did not see that one coming. But I do, I do think definitely the Library of Alexandria is definitely one of the biggest tragedies in history because now we don't know how many Tootsie, how many licks it takes to get this kind of a Tootsie Roll pop. <laughs> that information was in there. We don't know how they built the pyramids. It's just they just threw slaves at it until it was finished, but we don't know for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Christian. Next question. That was a good one. We don't know how they built it. <laughs> next question. Let's let's find a good one here. Oh, this is going to be a Nash one. What are NFTs? Wrong answers only. All right. NFT stands for no fat toes. No fat toes are allowed. If you have a fat toe, you better get the fuck out. Oh, I got one. What do you got? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off that one. No fat toddlers. No fat toddlers. You gotta roll them. <laughs> they, 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 if they can't walk, they have to roll. We don't want you. No, not allowed. All right. Oh, okay. Well, so NFTs. Uh, what? Wrong answers only. And NFTs a non fungible token. All right. That's the wrong answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, means, it, means, it means they're not real, Nash. All right. NFTs are bullshit. I don't want to hear anything else. Go ahead, Nash. You're um, a smart one here. School us. What is it or yeah, what isn't wrong, it? Wrong answers only. What aren't what aren't they? Uh, uh, nah, uh, no, because non's part of the real one. Um, uh, not feeling tart. I don't know. <laughs> not feeling tart. Wow, it's times like this. I wish I told you the questions ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. How about negotiating financial taffy? That's good. Where where taffy is just used as money. You've got to negotiate how much money, though. Negotiating financial taffy. No one fart today. No one fart today. Oh, Nash, he's, he's... That's a good one. That's a good one. It's like, because you know how, like, in every warehouse ever, there's zero days since an accident? Uh-huh. Kind of like that. That'd be a good one for an office. <laughs> we have had three days of no one farting. <laughs> days since someone farted. We have had zero days of people smelling it and or dealing it. I <laughs> <laughs> will right, talk though, Nash. What do you think of NFTs? What do I think of them? Yeah, what do you think of NFTs? I mean, it's kind of dumb. They're kind of dumb. They're really dumb. But... So is Wall Street, and you can make lots of money doing both. Yeah. <laughs> right, here's, here's the thing with NFTs. Are they worth anything? Well, yes, because people are buying them, right? They're, they're only worth what someone's going to actually pay for it, like literally anything else on Wall Street. Anything else yeah. in the world. Anything else in the world. Like it's, the money. <laughs> like you, you can say it's not real, but it's because it's not real doesn't mean it doesn't have value. Well, that kind of opens Pandora's box because you it's well, not not against the argument, but it's funny how people are so against cryptocurrency. It's, it's not worth anything. It's not yeah. real as if the piece of paper is worth what it's you know printed on. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's just digital not, as opposed to physical. Right. 
We're not backed by gold, baby. No, we're not. We're, we we're, back, we're back. backed by ourselves, dude. The, U the U.S. dollar is backed by itself. Riddle me that one. <laughs> America. <laughs> USA. USA. What was that we were talking about the other day? There was that guy that was like the head of the treasury a few years ago. And they were asking him if he was worried about um, if we defaulted on our debt, if someone just called up our line of credit and was like, no. And he was like, well. We're America. We're America. Like, that was his genuine answer. They're not going to call us out on our debt because we're America. <laughs> It's just like it's like, dude. Everyone likes America. Who's gonna, who's gonna be mean to America? Like we're fucking America. I assume they like their money too, so they're not gonna do that. I, I believe there's a word for that, and it's called non fun non fungible. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what I was like. I saw this one video about Gary V. <sighs> that guy. I like Gary. And... You don't like Gary V. I don't I don't like Gary V. He's like he's the epitome of that gif of uh oh what's his name? That guy walking up uh hello fellow kids. Oh Steve Buscemi. That's Steve Buscemi, yeah, yeah walking up doing that. That's that's what he's become. And he's he talks so much, and that's the thing, you can only talk so much before you're just spouting absolute bullshit. Yeah. And so trust me, I know he, he was talking about how it's going to replace airline tickets and all that moving forward. Like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> is the airline ticket function broken now? No, because they just give you a code that is unique already. That's it. They're going to get an airline ticket unique. on the blockchain as opposed to the app. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, they might use it for verifying other things, but to think that it's going to become such like a common thing that the federal government would adopt is stupid. Well, that's the thing about cryptocurrencies in general, right? And these alternative <laughs> sources of money, like NFTs, crypto, Ethereum, what have you. Like once the government adopts it, doesn't it completely defeat the purpose of what it was made for in the first place? Yeah, kind, yeah. Well, yes and no. Or is it because now it's more, it becomes legitimized, so it's actually worth something because it's legitimized by the government? Yeah, that, or, uh, or that's probably what would happen most likely because um, when you get, like, genuinely the most accepted use, or it's like, are really impoverished countries that are utterly wrecked if you have the capacity to use cryptocurrency you're probably going to because it's going to end up being more stable than your country's government right like i'm pretty sure that's what happened in costa rica they're having um i think it was costa rica I yeah i, I know, think it was I know costa rica. El, el salvador made it their official currency yeah okay el salvador yeah. then um it's because they're you can't really rely on the government currency. So they're going to allow crypto now because it makes more sense because it's not directly tied to the product, the GDP of that country. It's free. It's all over the world. You can't pin it down. So you can't sort of say one thing is going to utterly destroy it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's another thing too. It's like a cryptocurrency in general, like, countries like like El Salvador or even like Russia tried doing it with all the US sanctions. 
Yeah. Like if the U.S. is going to have all these sanctions, like Venezuela was thinking about doing it as well. Whereas it's like, if you have all these sanctions on us and making our money essentially worthless, we're just going to move to cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, let's let's be clear. Nash, neither you, me, or Christian are actually economists. So we're not experts in anything. We're kind of talking out of our ass. Um, disclaimer up here. Yeah, disclaimer up Yo, here. hey, but here's the thing. Neither are economists. <laughs> <laughs> right? that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Neither are economists. But like, that's another thing about crypto that makes it so interesting is that you can kind of get around these government loopholes. Um, yeah. Because a, a reason why El Salvador in, its, in and of itself wanted to get on cryptocurrency is because of U.S. sanctions, how it is pretty much just ravage that whole area or even China as well. China's been going into South America as well just to steal all their resources. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. But I guess my final thing on, um, on cryptocurrency is, is what can you actually do with cryptocurrency other than convince someone else to buy it? That's the problem. The infrastructure at this point doesn't, doesn't support the wide use of cryptocurrency to go buy everyday things. Right. Yeah. I, I guess you can buy Mavericks tickets. I remember um, what's this, uh, Cuban said he would do Dogecoin and Tesla was just like you could buy a Tesla with it. But like until that becomes like official and a real thing, like I know, uh, was it Odell Beckham Jr. or something took part of his salary in cryptocurrency and made like $4 <laughs> or something ridiculous. Like, <laughs> well, we, I, have, I have cryptocurrency. <clears throat> I'm going to go buy a Tesla now. Like what, right? what, what can you go do with it? Realistically. Yeah. It's like, I think Peter Schiff said it best. Peter Schiff is an actual economist, libertarian. Nash, you'd have thoughts about him. Uh, he, was, he was just like, he was like, if one person had all of the cryptocurrency in the world at, and they owned all of it, it means it's worthless. It means absolutely nothing. Whereas if someone had all the gold in the world, they are a bazillionaire. Like it's worth everything. Mansa Musa. Sure. I don't know what that word means, but sure. It's uh, it was the uh, African king. African king who owned like he had like ridiculous amounts of gold and diamonds to the extent where he would just pass it out passing through towns. There you go. He 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 flooded the ancient world. He essentially annihilated the ancient world's economy on a trip he took. Because he was giving out so much gold and building so many temples, he wrecked the economy. Because <laughs> he he also know like over a span of like a few months, flooded the world market with gold. <laughs> he was just giving it out to everybody. So the way, the way going on. Oprah would give out houses, you get one, you get yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he was just King Midas. Trust. Honest, it's pro- that's probably what it's based on, to be yeah, real. Everything he touches. Everything he touches, boop, turns to gold. Yeah. Yeah, no, my daughter's dead. <laughs> Whoops. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, Christian. Next question. Next question. I got we we got one that we're gonna run through real quick, and then another one that's kind of funny. So do you refrigerate ketchup? Uh yes. I do. Yeah, after you open it. Okay. Some people don't. I don't like ketchup though. I don't like ketchup Wait, either. But like I think we should we should we should expand upon this. Yeah. Do you do you refrigerate bread? So that that's like very different in every household. Uh sometimes we'll freeze it. You freeze the bread. Yeah, because usually I feel like in my house we get bread. We usually eat all that bread. 
unless it's like we for some reason somebody gives us bread or something my sister's like a baker so that's not like a crazy oh, thing to have just giving you bread <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I had, after i said that i was like who the hell would do that but that's just so poor his neighbors have to give him bread <laughs> yeah so like sometimes we'll like freeze bread if we know we're not gonna eat it immediately <laughs> my, my, my grand my grandparents would freeze bread although my grandmother keeps everything dude out in Nash, i don't know if you know this but my grandmother has a a jar of like grease like bacon grease that's been dated back since the 60s in the back of her fridge it's like fermenting yeah yeah that's that, that's what i that that, that look oh. i'm gonna screenshot that look and i'm gonna oh. put it on my desktop <laughs> That's exactly that's how a, I felt. A, that's a meme right there. That's a fucking look. It's like when you found out you've been the, the grease you put in your hair has been sitting in the fridge since oh, the 60s. Oh, it's used for your hair? No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying that. Oh I don't, I have no idea what she uses it for. I just know she saves it. Are <laughs> you putting this grease in your grandma's hair? <laughs> no, <laughs> not my Mimi. But no, she's got, she's got a jar of fucking grease. So I guess she refrigerates that, but she doesn't refrigerate ketchup. <laughs> Dude, honestly, if you eat that, there's a chance you get polio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's the weirdest thing. Like I know, I know people of like her age. I guess, because uh, I guess they'd be the lost generation. Which generation we talked about two weeks ago? Which generation would they have been? The uh, the greatest the generation, silent, the, silent. the silent generation. I guess they're so silent they don't tell people to keep grease in their kitchen, in their fridge for sixty years. <laughs> All right, let me. What do you do, Will? What, what, what do you do? Do you you refrigerate with ketchup? Oh, ketchup, bread, and then we're gonna talk about syrup. These are the things. Batteries. Okay, uh, I I do I refrigerate ketchup always. Me too. Like well, always. Wait, wait. You say when you bring it from home from the grocery store, it gets refrigerated right in the fridge. Oh no, see, only if I open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I I almost with Nash. I also don't really like ketchup. I think there's a question on there. Do you put mac and cheese on ketchup? Or ketchup is, and mac and is, cheese. Oh, I just want to lump that in there too. So, uh, people people have put ketchup on mac and cheese, which I think is very weird. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an it's an Irish thing. People from Boston do it all the time. At least growing up, they did. I know some people that do that too. Yeah, I think it's disgusting. But uh, I put ketchup on anything. Yeah. I put I put ketchup on broccoli. I'm like, do you really? Yeah, it's actually pretty. Good. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's not disgusting. You got to try it, man. Ketchup, no, I don't. Ketchup, <laughs> I ketchup don't. Ketchup is a universal thing. You can almost put it on anything. Almost. That's true. That's fine. Almost. It's what what is ketchup? Ketchup is just what tomatoes and vinegar. And what all the extra other and shit. sugar, all the extra sugar, sugar. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sugar, some vinegar, some ketchup and water, and some ketchup. Yeah, ketchup and ketchup. No shit, tomatoes and water. <laughs> you, you, blend it, you blend it all up, pakaloogie, and you call it a ketchup. <laughs> but look, I, I, I can say why. Why do you refrigerate ketchup though? Because mustard doesn't need to be refrigerated. You can keep mustard in the cabinet until forever. I refrigerate mustard. I also refrigerate. I refrigerate all condiments. I refrigerate mayonnaise. Like I know some people don't put mayonnaise. Some people don't put jelly in the fridge. Check it out. Oh, right, so we got. Oh, okay. Bottom ingredients: tomato concentrate from red ripe tomato. Oh, yeah, of course they're red. No shit. Uh, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup. God damn, it's in everything. Corn syrup, <laughs> salt, spice, onion powder, and natural flavoring. Which just means. Yo. <laughs> Chemicals. <laughs> what's what's the natural flavoring, Will? Hawking <laughs> yeah, Hawk Luke's my ketchup man. <laughs> it's good to toss the protein, that's all I'm saying. All right. So uh, what about syrup? What do you do with syrup? I never refrigerate syrup. No, no, nah, because I get like, too I hard. I don't like how you like it's like yeah, it's not, upside down. It just gets stuck. You and, and you got the people who do that. You've been, you know, if you ever been to their house and that you see them like struggle to pour it into a cup, 
and then they put it in the microwave and it's like well, why just why not why not just leave it you're like, you're like bro you're not supposed to put the plastic in the microwave that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing i've never seen someone who uh refrigerates syrup that's an interesting one it's a little bit insane my girlfriend doesn't like syrup and i was very upset when she told me that it's Man. like so she'll eat pancakes or french toast it's dry it's, oh, it's, oh, it's bread oh. it's just bread it's just bread. No, it's, no it's, butter. It's bread. egg. It's egged bread with some butter, but like no syrup, nothing. Not even jam. Oh my god. Nothing. Her pancakes nothing. are probably very seasoned to make up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a spice. It's a... <laughs> she pours cinnamon on them. Yeah, it's just cumin. Bana- <laughs> I think like banana pancakes is probably. Well, when you get into flavored pancakes, you don't have to use as much. Yeah, like that's what yeah, I'm saying. Fine. I think bananas I would probably use the least syrup because bananas are so sweet already. Yeah, agreed. And pancakes themselves can be pretty sweet as well, depending on what sugar you're putting in them and whatnot. Yo, it's okay. Is making pancakes hard? Like uh, uh, I'd say no. I've never had an issue have like you, have you made pancakes successfully? Yeah. Then no, it's not hard. No, I'm saying like <laughs> to, some to make, people you think have to, what's the standard? Because you can make pancakes and you could make really good pancakes, but to make a pancake, dude, the instructions are on the box. You just it's like, can you make Easy Mac? It's like you you put the batter in a bowl with some milk, you swirl it. No, up. I'm saying like cooking it right, like flipping it, like flipping that it. aspect of it. Yeah. Like I don't think that's that hard. But I've met many many a people, many a person, <laughs> many. many a all right, all right, so when you when you make pancakes, Nash, do you? The thi- pancake making pancakes i've never i've never thought it's hard i think it's one of the easiest things you can do it is and i don't know i was just trying to get some more consensus if you guys think making pancakes (laughs) is a really difficult task i I, I need answers on this the the first the first flip is hard but what you don't do is rookie mistake you don't do one pancake per pan you do four you do four small pancakes in each corner and you flip each of them why you say that's a rookie mistake? Because the big one, if you do this one giant one, and you just have this little spatula, you're gonna fuck it up. Well, when I make now some people just go, woo! I, like <laughs> when I was younger, my father made he made he made breakfast every Sunday. It was like a yep. tradition. And my dad too. He's he's an amazing cook, like all across the board. Anybody can make breakfast, but this guy, he'd be like, You want Chinese? You want this? You want <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Hooks it up. Um But he would do he would do one because he'd make you know decent sized pancakes depending on the size of the pan, but probably one, one in a pan, or he'd, he'd put on the griddle and do a couple at once, but all decent sized. But have you heard of? I always say the first pancake is the test. You, you always mess up yeah. the first pancake. Yeah. Because yeah, you gotta wait for the pan to get hot. Right. Because like you know, that's just the way it's done. First pancake, it can be a little bit messed up, but then after that, they they start coming out pretty. It's easy. Well, you're supposed to butter the pan. You use butter? Yeah, you butter the pan. No, no, I know, I know. You have to butter it, but some people use Pam, some people use coconut oil, some people use butter. I would prefer butter I burns. Would, I butter, would, butter, you know. Butter does burn, but I would prefer butter because it's, it's it's a nice lubricant for the whole pan. Lubricant. Like if you yeah. use like if you use like <laughs> like if you use if you use <laughs> olive oil, we got to talk. So devious. <laughs> lube. You gotta lube up your pans for the pancakes, man. <laughs> it just gets slides in nice and easy. The batter just goes woo. Oh my god! <laughs> Such a graphic. No, yeah. If you're not making, if you're not making pancakes, he can't just raw pan the pancakes. That's it. It would get, <laughs> it would get stuck. It would just stick. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> okay. All right. The dumbest cooking mistake I ever made. 
I, I was like maybe nine. I tried making oatmeal and I didn't put any water, milk, anything. <laughs> I just put a bowl of oats in the microwave. Ooh. Oh, I was no. like, I was like, fire. I was like, why isn't this working? <laughs> and I tried it like three or four times. Like, it's like, this says 60 second oatmeal. I put it for like four minutes. <laughs> it's not turning to mush. What's well, here's, going on? here's the thing though, dude. Like, the, the oats on top, it looked like nothing had happened, but I took a fork and like tried to swish them around and they were black. <laughs> they were burnt. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Did you eat it? Did you eat it? No. What do you mean? No, I couldn't eat it. I have Crohn's. I shouldn't be eating to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have eaten the first place. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here making fun of people who can't make pancakes. I couldn't make fucking oatmeal. It says the instructions on the box. It's like, wow, I should have thought to add water. Yeah, so that was bad. That was bad. I, <laughs> I, I, as a kid, I broke our microwave because my brother's room... Um, was in between, uh, or our kitchen was in between where our internet was set up and my brother's room. And if you turn the microwave on, it shut off his internet for like as long as the microwave was on. So he'd be like playing Call of Duty, and I'd just run over and click five seconds on the microwave and it dropped him. But I did it like three times, and the microwave just died because it cooks itself. You gotta have something in the microwave or it'll cook itself. <laughs> I didn't know that. You're not, you're not supposed to just run uh, an empty microwave. Yeah, don't really, do that. Really, really. Why? Yeah. Why? What happened? Like, I know it cooks itself, but like, how is it? So if you put food in there, how is it not still cook itself? Like the microwave is like, whoa, 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 hold up. I, I'm <laughs> assuming it's in all, here. <laughs> I'm assuming it's all getting absorbed, or enough of it is getting absorbed by the food in there, or whatever is in there, like water. Whereas if it's <laughs> okay. not, I guess it's just bouncing off the inside, or it's heating up the you know shell the casing on the inside and that could probably probably damages stuff that are touching the shell on the other side interesting christian google that because i'm curious google it and google it and yeah and let's see what we got there because uh i know some people would like instead of doing a timer those do two minutes on a microwave and just let it run instead of doing the timer like yeah it's, it's less buttons yeah no nah, you're definitely not supposed to do that i remember <laughs> i have my friend in middle school told me that when he was a kid he uh took a dump and took a bowl, scooped it out of the scooped it out of the toilet, and microwaved it. What? Yeah. That, I thought that was very weird. Yeah, that's that's what I said. That look on your face right there, that's pretty much what concerned. I gave him. Yeah, I was very concerned. We went to the same college. <laughs> I didn't do it. I said my friend did. All right. So when the oven is empty, none or almost none of the microwaves are absorbed. A large amount of energy reflects around the oven chamber, resulting in a large standing waves that can damage the unit. If the microwave works after it's been run while empty, then the unit is no shit. Like, thanks. If, 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 if it if, works, if, it works. If it still works, it's safe. <laughs> All right, so Nash, as per usual, you were right. Is yeah, he, pretty, he was right. He, it's he it's was. it's pretty much just yeah. It's the waves just fuck each other up. They're all going ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the part the function gets too lit. <laughs> all right, that was fun. All question right. next. Next question. What we got? Next question. Next question. Your wife is kidnapped, <laughs> and you have to go rescue her. Do you listen to music when you go rescue her? That's the question we have. And if you do. I'm adding this on. What song are you listening to? Oh, God. 
I forget where I saw this or if I heard it from McLeod said or I saw it. I definitely saw it on Instagram. I don't know if McLeod mentioned this in our Discord chat now, but I definitely stole a few questions from him. But uh, if my wife is kidnapped and I got to go rescue her, I'm down in the car. Dude, I'm just doing my regular routine. Whatever podcast is on, I'm listening to. What? <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, it's just like, oh, who am I listening to on Rogan tonight? Oh, what, he coming? It's going to be hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, I'm oh, like, my wife got kidnapped. I'm looking at my routine. Look at do Back in black. Back in black. <laughs> 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 I was going to go, you know what? This is a really good song. Like, I guess my wife is kidnapped. This shouldn't really affect my day to day too much. I'm gonna go with Saber, but like when I listen to things on the radio, it's very, it's very, very specific. Like I, like my listening time for podcasts and radio, it's 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 on a it's on a routine, it's on a schedule. I gotta follow that schedule to the max. Schedule. Or, schedule. I was like, is that anyone- <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna call me on it? Or or I would or I would just do my one for the road playlist. This was the music I listen to in the car. Hmm. I feel like. I feel like I'm either listening to heavy metal. I need to, I need to see red. Yeah. Or I'm listening to like hip hop disc records. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Pusha T disc album yeah, collection. I'm, like listening, I'm listening to like, like Tupac hit him up. Who shot you by Biggie type of thing. Dude, I would just straight up do just John Cena's theme on repeat. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You can't see me. My time is now. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be great. Maybe some Triple H theme and then just straight wrestling themes, as long as not the bad ones. Like the Undertaker comes on. Fuck. <laughs> I guess she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Daffy, you're driving to to wherever she's been kidnapped, and then you like park the car outside, and you're like, ah, this episode's only got five minutes left. Might as well finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Joey Diaz. I gotta listen to that. <laughs> Joey, honestly, dude, if it was Joey Diaz, he's the best rating guest ever. I might, I might just give an extra five minutes. <laughs> nah, you gotta listen to music. You got it. Or I mean, or do you just, you just like roll the windows down, no music, and you see, you just like just the the rum of the engine. Yeah, I just, you just, because I'm not, because I'm, I'm gonna be thinking, what am I gonna do, this motherfucker? First, I'm thinking, how big is he? <laughs> That's the first thing I'm. Thinking. Oh my god. <laughs> Realistically, I'm not listening to any music at all. If we're talking like not a com- comedy situation, all right. How long have we been married? And it's also a very important question. <laughs> thirty-five years, two kids, two dogs. If you've been married thirty-five years, how capable are you of saving this woman? Uh, I'm armed. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be like Liam Neeson. I'm going. To, I'm going to Nash's house. I have a particular knock on the door. Going, Mister Moore. I need your shoddy. <laughs> you go, God damn right, here you go. <laughs> I know your dad Nash would be thrilled to give me a shotgun. You have a you have an answer to this, Nash? You have a song? Or, or... I I gotta say, I think I'd probably listen to Dream On. Dream On. That that song, I think more than any other song, makes me want to break the speed limit. Interesting. Aerosmith, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, there's that big kind of What's it called in music? I'm bad with music terms. The crescendo when it goes up. Is that the crescendo? Is the crescendo the ending? That was like ultiissimo or something. I don't know. Wow, that's a term. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a music guy, but I 
I've never heard that one. Um, well, the crescendo is crescendo. So when it kind of goes like, oh, it kind of goes up. Oh, yeah, that's that, what I know. The crescendo, the word the, he said, altissimo. Or, yeah, I don't know what that is. I think I think altissimo is something when it goes. Uh, I don't know. Like my, altissimo might be high pitched because like alto is high. Yeah, again, I don't know music terms. It might be the crescendo. I've got no idea. Or <laughs> but it, yeah, because like climaxes. And it's in Spanish. We it just means extremely, extremely high. high. Yeah. Oh, yo, bro. Hey. Hey, yo, bro. I don't know if you know this, but I'm altissimo. Soy altissimo. <laughs> yo, soy altissimo. Extremely high. Extremely not the regular high. amount. Yeah. <laughs> not, not not the standard every day I, 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 my I, wife's been kidnapped high officer <laughs> I, I am not my standard five nine high i am nine five high <laughs> all right next question what we got do you think you could beat yourself up in a fight if you had a clone damn all right so like so like I'm cloned perfectly as I am now, like about about a buck seventy, busted up shoulder, glasses, everything. Could I beat myself up? Like I, like, do you, like is that like purely from a physical standpoint or like a emotional standpoint? Both. Like, <laughs> like does your clone have the guts to kill you? Well, here's, <laughs> We're watching the Prestige, all right. So, so here's, here's the thing. So now she inspiration for this question was Naruto Shippuden. When uh, yeah. they're going to save Gara and like Team Guy is all fighting clones of themselves, and I was like, "Huh, this is quite a quandary." Could I beat? <laughs> could, I, could I beat myself up? Now here's the thing: if you don't have the killer instincts to kill, neither does your clone. It's a clone. <clears throat> so like, if me and my clone guard each other, might just be like, you know what? We probably wouldn't fight. We just do a podcast. We would do this. <laughs> God, two of you. That would make it so much better. Me <laughs> doing myself. <laughs> talking with Tarasha. Yeah, talking with Tarasha. My guest, Tarasha. You know, let's uh, start, let's let's you know, talking with Tarasha. Dude, I don't think I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could beat myself up. I think I would lose. And that, <laughs> I love how the, the lower third just popped up right there. Yeah, <laughs> well, Tarasha. Yeah, yeah that's one. the real one. Put an X on your head so we know. Nice <laughs> <laughs> like, pause, like uh. I know, Christian. Do you think you think you could beat yourself up as a, in, a, in a clone fight? I think, I think I could. I mean, I'd have to really piss myself off. I'm a really, I'm a really calm guy. Okay, so what if like, what I if the clone? Things... Okay, what if the clone of you kidnapped your wife and you gotta go save her? <laughs> <laughs> what song are you listening to, and how are you gonna beat yourself up? <laughs> no, see that that's a good scenario because like, what if he's trying to take your life over? Yeah, oh. he's trying to steal. He's trying to steal your identity. Talk about Mr. Yeah. It's a case of uh, identity fraud. <laughs> Dude, that's like a Michael Bay movie just waiting to be made. Dude, have you ever seen The Prestige? Yeah, Prestige is a great movie. That's that's classic. That is the question. It is a phenomenal movie. I mean, he answers that question every single show, and he has the answer. (laughs) The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) You you guys might not have seen it, but there was a Will Smith movie that came out recently where it was a younger – version of himself from the past and he's just fighting in the entire movie i don't oh. know if you've seen it uh it's shot it's shot at like a ridiculously high frame rate so it doesn't even look it looks too, it doesn't look real because it's the i mean it's like shot at like 120 frames per second or something yeah i saw some of it because i know jared it was, was bad. jared was, it was watching. A bad movie yeah jared liked it which i knew was bad it was terrible it was bad. <laughs> yeah it, 
if Jared said it was good, I knew it was bad. I, I absolutely hated it. Yeah. I heard it. <laughs> it awful. And, awful. I, and I, and I, you know, I used to be a fan of Will Smith. I still am a fan of Will Smith. Slap and no slap. He just hasn't come. He hasn't come out with a lot of. He hasn't come out with any movies to me that were, you know, core Will, in a while. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. Right. I so, think. <laughs> I want to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ing- I'm gonna put a question here. This one's not on the list. This is off the top of the head. Perfect. So, I'm kind of like one of these bah humbug, bah humbug, nostalgic kind of guys who where I feel like the creative industry has deteriorated, like in, in music to an extent, definitely in movies. Um, in the past, I could go to the movies and, you know, I'd like it. In the last four years, probably even before COVID, pre-COVID, I haven't been able to go to the movies. I've had multiple times where I've gone, and I'm like, yeah, what was that? So, I guess, who is this generation's actors? Because we, there's an overlap. You know, I grew up on, mm. you know, guys like Will Smith that we're talking about, or Denzel Washington, mm. or... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. like you know all these people that were the greats of our generation. What's your guys' opinion on who is like? I guess the first of all, you have to define what the generation is. Where yeah, does it start because you could still you like, would still say Jake Gyllenhaal like he's still making movies. He's still making movies, <laughs> but the people that are young now, they they didn't grow up on it. I guess that's my that's the way I frame. So you want to say like the next generation, like the next group of young guys? I so guess like, you're saying like like who like compare it's like Will Smith in the '90s was co- pop culture. Who is that today? I think he's arguably 90s and early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Because he didn't really blow until Independence Day. Yeah. Which was like 1997. Yep. <laughs> give or, yeah, what give a or, movie. Give take, dude. The best bad, presen- bad boys. The best presidential speech of all time. Oh, Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, was it Bill Pullman? Bri- yeah, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, Today is our Independence Day. Um, he also did Men in Black. Um, bad boys. Bad Boys. Bad Boys is great. Uh, I so love who is Black. who is this generation's actors? Because I I'd, I'd arguably say that like Will Smith is one of ours. Dude, uh, probably Tom Holland. Spider Man. That's, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. That, well, uh, wait, is is Leo in it? Because that's the thing is Leo's been acting since such a young age. Well, yeah. When did when did Titanic come out? That Nine, was, that like was 90, 97. 97 too, but his so. his big break was uh, Gilbert, Gilbert, which is like 94. Eating Gilbert Grape, which is even earlier. Yeah. I, I think Leo's arguably one of ours, too. I think Leo is cross-generational. So Leo is part of two or three generations. Like he was a childhood <laughs> heartthrob. Right, then he was a young adult heartthrob. Now he's a forties heartthrob. Like you know, what I mean, Leo's in his mid forties and he's still gorgeous. So, um, oh, that French Brad, guy, Brad, Brad Pitt's one of ours. I'd say too. Yeah. Um. Yo, here's the thing. Christoph Waltz is one of ours, and he's like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is that like they kind of started blowing up when you were growing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say Leo. Um, I would probably say Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson is, you know, if you look it up on Google, they don't even know the amount of movies he's been in. It's like, it says at least 120. Yeah, it's well over <laughs> that. We stopped counting. <laughs> dude, dude, I'll, I'll never, I never, never forget who said it to me. It might have been Coney now. She's like, uh, Samuel Jackson is the greatest black actor of all time because he'll take, he, just, he, he has the most work. 
Oh yeah, I think I think that's an interview he was in where he was like, um, they called Morgan Freeman, they called Denzel Washington, then they called me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At least one hundred fifty. At least. That's insane. Uh, I think the next generation, you're going to see um, uh, Denzel's kid is going to be. Oh, yeah. He was on Ballers. John, yeah. John yeah. David Washington. Yeah. He's he's a great actor. He has all the swag of Denzel. He's just better looking. Hmm. I think he's going to be big. Um, Daffy's got a crush. <laughs> He's a, he's a sexy man. I didn't have a comment on that, Matt. I was like, I'm just gonna I'm as straight as an arrow. Don't get me wrong, but he's, he's a good. Like, look, you, he said Leo's gorgeous. He's a good looking good look, good look, good guy, dude. What are you, are you gonna say they're not attractive? No, they are. There you go. No, they're that's, fine. That's a whole conversational topic about like I think as a man you should be comfortable enough with your sexuality to be like. It's just that's we're all talking sort of about their talent. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair. And you keep calling them cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you keep making comments on their appearance. Oh, right, fair. <laughs> right, but I mean, yeah, yeah, that goes a long way in Hollywood. Makes a star power. I would say a lot of the Marvel... It, it really does. I would say a lot of the Marvel Marvel stars, like Hemsworth, uh, Evans, Downey Jr. Not Hawkeye. Fuck Hawkeye. Uh, Black, like Black <laughs> Widow. Um, uh, Doctor Strange. All those actors... Steve Carell's probably our generation. I'd Steve Carell. Steve Carell definitely because he had his big break in Bruce Almighty, which two thousand four. And every and how many people watched The Office? Everybody. Yeah. I would say Will Ferrell as well, who's Will very Ferrell. ugly, by the way. <laughs> there, I can balance it out. Nash, happy. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my. Will Will Ferrell loves to play on him being very out of shape. <laughs> Like, not super out of shape, but enough where you're like, that guy's not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler, though, he, he goes, I think he goes back to the early 90s, too, too far back. Maybe even further, like late 80s. No, he's on SNL late 80s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll scratch, we'll, we'll scratch him then. Um, my, my problem with my problem with like the question itself is that, well, the end, it's so hard for us to identify because our generation's actors, they're still, still kind of holding the torch. Yeah. Like, it's like the young people have, the, the next generation hasn't risen up in, in my, in my opinion. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to be, I Nash, you want to be an actor. Um, it's, it's hard to be an actor these days because movie theaters themselves are struggling. Like it's independent movies get no love. I um, mean, with the, the, the streaming boom though, everyone's in everything. That's fair. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's evolving. But it's tough. I don't know, Nash. What do you th- what do you think of this, like the acting scene and acting in general? Like, why did you stop wanting to be an actor? <clears throat> oh, I stopped doing that um, because the acting department changed at uh, at our college. Mm. Um, it was it was the I went to the Hofstra because it was the it was a very small school relatively to have the student to teacher ratio. It was like eleven to one. Mm which is kind of similar to what my high school is like. So I wanted that. I think that's probably the most important thing education-wise if you want to try to learn something is having a small student-to-teacher ratio. Um, And when I went there, it was the largest acting class the year I went. 
so it was like in that department there was way more it was probably like 20 to 1 or something like that it was like doubled the teacher to student ratio and so I genuinely was going to class and feeling like I'm not learning anything especially with acting I need you need lots of one-on-one time yeah lots of particular focus so I stopped doing that there but I'll pick it back up I want to do voice acting I think I'd be pretty good at voice acting you don't want to see this mug on camera. Me, no, nah, me, me too. I'm, I'm pretty good at impressions. I, I, I too wanted to be, um, an actor when I was younger, and then I kind of got into dance, and then I got into music, and I, it's on my bucket list. I want to get back to it. You know that type of thing. So, right. I'd also say like Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, they're definitely like that whole like mean anyone anyone who was involved in Mean Girls, like Lindsay Lohan, even. Oh yeah. Um, they were all actors in our, of our generation. Even uh, Rachel McAdams who Rachel played McAdams. Uh, what's her face, um, Jason Statham. Jason Statham definitely. Melissa McCarthy. I'm thinking of that one funny movie. Yeah. The oh, even Sandra Bullock. S- Sandra Bullock. Her her and uh, Melissa McCarthy when Heat. If that's the movie you're thinking of. Oh no no I didn't Heat see was that hilarious. one. I didn't see that Heat's, one. Heat's hilarious. I thought you were talking about <clears throat> um, Identity Thief. Identity Thief. Oh, uh, what's the what's the uh, Jason? Um, he's an Ozark. Oh, Jason Bateman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Or Him. um, what about um? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Um, what's his name? Uh, Walter White. Breaking Bad. What's his name? Oh, the uh, better, better, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah. 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 See, that's what I'm saying. We have so many good actors that we can call on. But like, I can't. I can't think. I can't think of any for the for the for the younger generations. I'm trying to. They got probably one of if probably their biggest one is like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. He's probably the biggest one for the younger generation right now. One that I think is interesting is Robert Pattinson. Yep. Because he's he's like our generation, but in the last couple of years, his career has really shot up. And that's kind of where you have to judge it from. It's when did they when did they kind of blow up? Wasn't he yeah. wasn't he a Twilight? Yeah, he- yeah, he was. That's how like that was his first big role in Twilight, and then he's done other movies in between there. But just in the last like couple of years, few years, he he's just been in really good movies, like utterly incredible. Which thank goodness because he's a good actor, and it's like he was running from that Twilight persona. Yeah, so far. What, yeah, because he was in that Harry Harry Potter movie. He was in the new. He was in the new Batman. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was, was the new Batman. So it's like seeing him. That's a good thing. But that's honestly probably a good thing, really, for the next generation because they're probably going to be. He's probably going to be their, you know, like George Clooney or, uh, like they're you know like top of the A list type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would say him, Tom Holland. He's super young. Uh, Charlamagne, like you said, who's super young. Zendaya, she's super young. She's definitely this generation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think she's, she's younger than young. I am. I just think she looks very young. No, she's like she's like 25. That's around our age. I'm 27. Well, me too. I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess, uh, yeah, whatever. I think Charlamagne is like 24, 25 too. Definitely our generation. Um, well, are we talking in tour? Well, she was doing Disney before, so. That's right. She was. She was a teen star. Yeah. So, so Tom Holland. Tom Holland's been acting since at least two thousand six. Hmm. He was in that movie with the uh, the tsunami, and the, and the impossible with uh, I I, you and McGregor and Naomi Watts. 
No. Yeah, now she told us the other day. Ewan McGregor, also our generation. Obi-Wan, baby. All right, Chris, how long have we been going? We're at an hour and two minutes right now. Hour and two. Let's do one more question. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Why? Let's cut. Why do people hate? Why do people hate Elon Musk? Ooh. This is baffling to me. I mean, people like to hate him because he's a billionaire, right? Like, uh, it's because he's African American. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's racist, man. That's just. <laughs> I guess. I guess so, dude. That'd be so funny if Elon started trolling people and saying, "Well, you you don't like the successful African American if he actually played that card." But no, I mean, dude, that's that's what I saw some meme about like him buying Twitter. It was like it's the first time an African American is going to be on the board of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's, it's true though. It's true. It's like you have a dumb term. <laughs> you say it belongs to one person, but here's another person who looks completely different. The same the term still applies. So they dug their own grave on that one. Uh, but Elon, people hate Elon because he's rich. That's just it. They hate him because he's rich. But it's and because he's principled and because he's a troll. But I mean, listen, here's a guy who his sole goal is to make the world a better place. He, like, it doesn't make sense to me that people who are so up in arms about climate change, want climate change, are mad at the guy doing the most to fix climate change. Arguably. You fucking made Tesla. Right? You want to get off gas cars. Yeah. Tesla's the way to do it. Now you hate him? Fuck you. Like, like yeah, he's principled on free speech. Hopefully. You know, we'll see, we'll see how that turns out. But at least what he says, he's principled on free speech, which apparently is a bad thing nowadays. Oh, and he wants to go to Mars. Did we mention that? He wants to go to Mars? <laughs> like, all on his own. Like, you sh we should be so happy and so thankful that Elon Musk is an entrepreneur in the United States. Like, yeah, he's a little annoying. He can be a dick on Twitter. But the net positive is way more than the net negative. Someone prove me wrong. I think that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, I mean, I don't know, right, his exact goal with everything. You know, we don't know the inner workings of his mind that way. But so far, he seems like a pretty good guy. He hasn't done anything that's hurt me, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I can't, I don't understand why somebody would. I get like, I, I feel like most people hate him because, like you said, oh, he's he's rich, powerful. He didn't pay his taxes. And it's like... That's not true. <laughs> he just kind of got tricked. I mean, he pays taxes, but he also has a lot of loopholes to not pay taxes. And there's a lot of loopholes where Tesla and uh, whatever other companies he's involved with doesn't pay taxes. Right? It's like, that, yeah. is, is that a problem? You know, I would say sure on its merits, but, you know, I'm not going to be mad at someone for avoiding taxes. I'm going to be mad at the government for not letting me avoid the same taxes. No, you can avoid this. You can avoid them. You have the same rights to avoid them. <laughs> yeah, I just got to have that company a successful company. Exactly. If you have that much money, you can do the same thing. <laughs> Nash, are you aware, are you aware of the? Uh, it's like it's like buy, borrow, die. It's a scheme where it's like like you have an investment, right? And then when you take out more money, you you bet against you you invest against that investment, like you bet against that investment. 
And then when you die, you just pass it on to your kids so it never gets taxed. It's like buy, it's buy, borrow, die, I think it's called. Do you know anything about huh. that? No, I didn't know about look, that. Look into it a little more because um, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's something like, you know, Breaking Points talked about that a lot. Uh, it's, it's a buy, borrow, die scheme where all these rich people will like, you know, they'll, they'll buy like they're a company and invest. And they'll get a loan and put it against their company. And then they just pass on to their kids when they die and never gets taxed. Something like that. Yeah, because I mean, I, that, that sounds about right. Because I know you can pass it along without it getting taxed. Yeah, like there's, there's definitely some loopholes. The biggest, the biggest tax loophole is life insurance. Because death benefits don't get taxed. We have the death tax, though. We have the state taxes. The state, yeah, the death tax. But, um, yeah, death benefits, life insurance, also especially life insurances that have um, an investment account within them, they don't get taxed. Yeah. I used to, you know, I was a financial advisor. There's a lot of ways with life insurance to get around taxes. Interesting. Yeah, people people hate Elon because he's rich. And I like Elon because he's rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Elon. Uh, I think he's very innovative. I think he's very smart. You know, listen to him on Rogan for three times. You get a sense of for who he really is. And I think he's a genuine guy. I have some fears with him owning Twitter because as soon as things go against him, like it's only a matter of time before he becomes power hungry and starts censoring people that he doesn't like. Like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. You know, like people were mad at Twitter for buying. Why? I mean, because that's not inevitable. I, 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 I seriously, I seriously, <laughs> it's an absolute dude, edict. Dude, like. I, I think, I, I seriously think it's inevitable. It's like, listen, dude, that's like, no one can have that much power over speech. He's eventually he's going to use it improperly, especially when it's against him. He has a track record of doing that already. Uh, yeah, he might, he might be censoring some Tesla comments. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, like, people were mad at him for that. It's like, well, you're, you're, but you're happy with, you know, Zuckerberg owning Facebook, who's also a billionaire. Or you're mad with the current owners of Twitter, who are also billionaires. So it's like, well, you're pointing out a valid problem. But the, problem, the thing is, like, who should own Twitter? People can own Twitter, but Twitter itself should be owned by the public. It should be a public utility. Yeah. I, I go back and forth in my head whether it should or shouldn't be. Why? Because it's a, it's a private company. It's a private company, right? It is. Or it's a public company now. But if it's a private company, then it's like, I don't know. But you gotta realize what is what does the private company do? Like, what do they do? What are they? I honestly, it was what's that proposition? Um, that's the big thing. Is like they just need to get away from abusing that. It was like Proposition One Twenty or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? We did a whole thing I have on no it. Idea. I'm forgetting. It's pretty much the internet censorship. Uh, law where it's oh, just wow. like companies. It's it's not new, the one. It's, net neutrality. No, it's not net neutrality. It's, it's, is it the law? It's it's section two thirty is a part of. It might be prop well, like, two thirty. Like the, the, the Telecommunications Act of ninety six or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. It's, so it's in that propositional law. You can you can everyone can look that up on their own. But I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, because that it's pretty much like, hey, you're not responsible for what everybody says. 
but you know you can try to make sure they don't they're not being egregious with what their comments because you can't control it. it's the internet yeah and nowadays especially twitter is the best example and youtube is another one where it's like oh so we can control what images and words get shown on our platform without a doubt even though it's like all we're doing is showing people comment what's well, interesting what does the fcc tends to not get get involved in these matters no the fcc is um is is just tv and radio and the reason they did that was mainly just for like uh airwaves there wasn't enough waves well see that that's the thing is that's why they generally don't get involved in the internet because the internet is instantaneous it's infinite and it's yeah it's infinitely more people so they're like when they originally wrote i I think you're right it is proposition 230 when they originally wrote it they're like hey we get it you can't control everything it's at least but you can't control as people as quickly as they're going to comment or say things online and it'd be impossible to have infrastructure to do that so try your best but we know you're not going to get it right but now they're seeing that as oh we can do whatever we want in an attempt to control it so we got section 230 up right here yeah, no, you know, we talked, me and Nash talked extensively about Section 230. Whereas, Nash, I think we pretty much land on Section 230 in and of itself as a law is totally fine. It doesn't really need to be adjusted that much. Yeah, it's like, it, exactly. It needs to be adjusted enough where they're not abusing it from, they honestly just took it and started looking at it from the other side. Yeah. And we're like, oh, so they do give us rain to do what we think justifies monitoring this. Right. But then- which was it's kind of honestly it's really crazy it went on for so long that many years online where nobody was like oh we can just abuse this i've got a feeling that was google's long game the whole time they read that and were like all right we're gonna give as much stuff away for free as possible and then we're gonna control all of it <laughs> and it's written down where we can and that's that's pretty much what happened so yeah, yeah. hate hate the ceo of google not elon musk <laughs> yeah or amazon's labor like or ford for lying about their electric vehicle initiatives like <laughs> yeah there's plenty of hate to go around but elon <laughs> elon's showing trying to make the world a better place so i'm happy he's gonna own twitter um but i don't think one person should have that much power over public discourse whether it's, whether it's a person or a company and the person owns that company right i just like the only way to move forward as a country is to let open communication like, tell me one time controlling communication has worked ever in history. Ever. I think I talked about that earlier. This is a callback. This is what the professionals do. <laughs> what, what, what What? did you do? The Gutenberg Bible. The Gutenberg Bible. Yeah. Well, the printing press. Yeah, you said, you said he let, they let access to everyone. Everyone had access. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a callback. Exactly. <laughs> that, 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 that wasn't censorship. That was the opposite of censorship. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're right. The yeah. previous point. Yeah, wait, I agree. Wait, wait, can, you say, can you say it again, Nash? It's not really often you tell me I'm right. Well, uh, you're, you're totally <laughs> correct, Daffy. Yes, and you're, in, it. Your, in, in your infinite <laughs> wisdom, you are... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm tired. It's time for me to go home. But this has been 
Talking with Tarashek, baby. My name is Will Tarashek. T is in Thomas. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. You can, if you like this podcast, make sure you head over to ambiguouspodcast.com, YouTube channel for all the clips from this podcast will be found there. Um, a few, I'm doing interviews still. We're doing this once a week. Once the infrastructure is fully set up, Christian, we're almost there. Probably in June, we'll be ready to start going live with these. <laughs> we just got to kind of figure out, darting our eyes and crossing our teeth and figuring it out. Nash, thank you so much for being our test guinea pig here. Uh, anything you want to plug, what you're working on with APS, your different podcast with Luke, anything you want to plug, my friend, the floor is yours. Yeah, check out Midnight Showing. That's a pretty good one. I, I love that podcast. We talk about movies. Um, uh, also, Jared's going to be coming out with some new shows, I think. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to set anything in stone form, but that'll probably be next month or this month so yeah he's, keep a look at he's been telling me some fun things so that's exciting uh christian over the year what do you want to plug what do i want to plug what do you mean i mean your studio you know you know you have a studio here <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean your business the, 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 you know, you're part owner of this company christian you have something to plug <laughs> daffy he's beyond your petty commercialism oh, like come on now this is good business man Cube recording studios, there you go. Live stream capabilities. We're shooting podcasts. We're doing audio books. We're doing music. We're doing music production. Whatever you need, audio, video, we can handle it. CubeRecordingStudios.com. Go click the link. We'll put that in post. Perfect. Nailed it. And one more thing. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy these lower thirds I made. <laughs> oh, it took me a few hours. I'm getting better, but I put that camera back on me. It's time to close out the show. My name is Will Tarashek, T's and Thomas, A R A S H U K. This podcast can be found on all podcast platforms worldwide, baby. We're across the world. Uh, a lot of fun things coming in the next few weeks, next few months. Uh, check out our social medias for clips. You know, like, share, subscribe, comment below. This show can only grow if you let it grow. So help us grow. And I'll be back next week. Either me and Christian with a guest, with a different guest, or an interview. A lot of fun things happening at the Talk Fantastic Podcast and the Biggest Podcast Solutions. So make sure you stay tuned. But until then, we'll see you next time. All right, we're clear. <laughs>